Hello, everybody. Joe Malone here, <laughs> coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. It's Thursday, and uh, kind of a special for you today. Um, as a, from one of our uh, members, uh, oops, wait a minute. There we go. It doesn't quite work. Boy. All right, I want to post that one. I want to go back. Let's see if I can get this to work. Hold on. So... Just start over. Trying to get the TikTok live going right now, and uh, that's that's what's take that's what I'm uh, doing right now. Just so that up. Oh, let's see. Options. Okay. Almost ready to go. There we go. All right. There. <laughs> there we go. Without much further ado, um, just wanted to um, do a show here on some of the. Eh, let's see if I can get. There. <laughs> okay. So hopefully that'll ho hopefully that'll work. I had a little bit of a again, I'm just you know, flipping these windows around sometimes and it doesn't quite take. Uh so I apologize for the little bit of technical difficulties. But what we're gonna do today is uh, I'm gonna show you um kind of an interesting thing. Uh this is the O'Neill checklist. And this is I use this exclu I use this extensively when I am looking to buy a stock. And you know, everybody says to me, Well, you know, what are you gonna do? How are you you know, how are you gonna buy a stock? What are the criteria? Well most people just say, Oh, well it looks like it's going up and you know, it looks good and, and, and you know, what are we gonna you know, how are we gonna you know, how are we gonna do that? Well, um uh let's see. Okay, so uh, I'm going to try to I'm going to try to get another video here. Hold on one second. Having another issue. Let's see if I can uh, let's see if I can put it up here and and get the video currently as we're as we're live. Let's see. Okay, come on, baby. Jeez. Oh, All right. I'm going to try to put the video up here again. A little bit of an issue uh, with you know with with the video on this. So hopefully I'm going to get the um, video back here. Let's see if I can do that. So hopefully I'm going to get the um, video back here. 
Okay. There we go. All right. I think I have an echo. <laughs> Jeez. Again, see if I can. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No. Okay. All right. Okay, I'm going to try this again. Let's see if I can just turn down my audio. Again, with the system here. Um, so I'm going to probably have to try to exit once again and... Okay. Uh hopefully there we go. All right. I should be I, I should be okay. Let me check my audio, make sure that that's okay. Uh make sure I have my audio. Okay, I do. I don't have sound, but I do have audio, so at least that's at least that's good. All right. Sorry about that uh difficulty. Um you know, with with this um I'm going to have to just exit Discord here. And maybe this will work better. Okay, so I'm just going to go through and try to um, uh, do this uh, with with the um, with the, with this. Oh God, darn it! <laughs> Sorry. Ay yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Okay. Let's see if we can do this work. Let's see if we can get this to work. Let me make sure. That, let me check my audio again. Make sure that I have audio. I do. Okay. Uh, let's see if I have uh, headphones. Let's see. Okay, hopefully this will work. There we go. Okay. I think I finally, think I finally have it. So let's, without further ado, let's uh, see if we can talk a little bit about the O'Neill checklist and sort of how that works. Um, Regard, you know how we how I typically will buy a stock. 
Here's the thing about the O'Neill checklist. Um, this is a very good, if you, if you follow this, you're likely to get much, much better entry points into stocks than you normally would. Now, what do I mean by this? Well, what William O'Neill did, and he was the founder of the IBD, he basically had several criteria that he used when buying a stock. And the whole idea with the O'Neill uh, checklist is to buy a stock as it's getting ready to move higher and not just based on, uh, based on uh, emotion. Try to, to have a, an absolute... Um, uh, an absolute checklist that will let you do um, that you let you buy the funds. Now, I'm going to go the the checklist I'm going to go over today is for the is for PayPal. PayPal has been setting up very very nicely. As a matter of fact, I have some buy stop limit orders in on this one right now to buy. So basically, what are we talking about here? Well, the first criteria for O'Neill is he always wanted to see that his stocks had a earnings per share rating of over 80%. That means that it's in the top 20% of all shares. So that's so so that's definitely important. In the case for PayPal, it definitely passed that. He also wanted a relative strength against the rest of the market of greater than 80%. Again, this is a situation where PayPal passes. He also wanted a accumulation uh, accumulation rating. Now, what is an accumulation rating? Well, he wanted to make sure that the stocks were being accumulated by large funds. Now, in the case of PayPal, it's either A, B, or C. It's a C, so there's a lot of a lot of funds own PayPal right now. But he wanted to make sure it was A, B, or C. That's definitely true here. Um, then he also wanted to make sure that the sales were moving better than 20% over last quarter. That's definitely the case with um, with PayPal. He also wanted a sales price of over for per share of over ten dollars. Definitely, uh, PayPal meets that criteria. And he also wanted to buy it very near its all-time high, uh, within fifteen percent of that. That is definitely the case with PayPal. He also wanted to see a number of funds in it that were over five. Now I'm going to show you the most current chart for PayPal. If you'll notice. It, it makes all of these criteria. PayPal right now is getting ready. It, PayPal's all-time high is right here. And as you can see, it is very near its all-time high. Its all-time high is about 308. And um, this, this has been, um, you know, this is the all-time high of PayPal. PayPal, it, even in this weak market, is getting stronger. So that's one thing to look at with this as well. We have a... Um, this is being accumulated by the funds. It is near its all-time high. It has a relative strength of 82. 80 is needed. 80 is the um, 80 is where you want to start looking at it. We have it being accumulated by the funds, and we have an upward trend on it. And another thing is we're right below this this buy point here. So this is this is what the criteria basically is for how to buy a stock, a checklist to buy a stock. Now, obviously, you're not always going to get 100%, but I like to get at least, I like to get at least um, a 66% on that. And, and on the O'Neill checklist, that is six out of nine of these criteria. I want to see, uh, I want to see here. Now, w PayPal is extremely strong, so therefore, it is, it, it, it meets nine out of nine or 100% of these, um, of these areas. So, 
um, basically what we're what we're talking about here is we want to buy stocks as they're getting stronger not as they're getting weaker we don't want to catch a falling knife as it were we want to buy a stock as it's moving to a higher high being accumulated and if we can find all this in one stock then it's a good bet that it's probably going to move higher so just kind of to recap we want a real, um, an earnings per share rating of greater than 80 percent um, PayPal definitely passes on that we want a relative strength of the stock against the rest of the market of 80 or better. Well, in this case, PayPal is an 82, so that's quite good. We want accumulation um, uh, uh, rating of at least A, B, or C. Well, in the case of PayPal, that is a C, so it's quite good. Uh, we also want to see a sales change. We want to see the sales change of, you know, uh, greater than or equal to 20%. So we want best. We want sales. Uh, increasing going forward. That's definitely the case with PayPal. And we also want a current price that is more than $10 per share. In the case of PayPal, it's a lot more than $10 a share. The reason we want to have it typically more than $10 a share is because it's less volatile. It's easier to buy. Now, sometimes the best place to buy stocks is as they're moving above about this $10 per share. Uh, and that's why I put out the, uh, the the good stocks under a $10 list. And the reason is because this is a place to scout for potential movers above that $10 range. Below $10, stocks typically are not buyable by the funds. And it's the funds, really, that move the price of the stock. We also, wanna, we also want to uh, buy a stock that's greater than equal to 15% of its high of its of its all-time high. So we want to be buying stocks as they're moving up, not as they're pulling back. Uh, remember this. This is really important. This is a very very hard concept uh, emotionally to get involved with. You always want to buy bargains, but in the stock market we want to buy stocks as they're moving higher, not as they're pulling back. Um, also, we want to see a 50-day average volume uh, at least, you know, we want to see quite a bit of, uh, we want to see probably a million dollars, uh, a million shares traded a day. And that definitely meets the criteria here with PayPal. And we also want to see the number of funds in it that are, um, that are greater than or equal to five. So let me go, let me just go, let's kind of go with a live chart. I'm going to take, put up a live chart for PayPal here and just kind of go through it uh, and, and take a look at the PayPal chart so that we can kind of see if it meets all those criteria. So I'm, gonna, I'm putting up a live chart right now with MarketSmith. That's the software that I use. It is an IBD piece. It is IBD software. So, um, you know, I, I'm not a shill for IBD, but I think it's very, very good. And I've, and I've used this, this software very profitably. It has a lot of nice features that I particularly use on it. So let's go to the PayPal chart. All right. Well, with the PayPal chart, I've been tracking it for a long time. You see this line here is a reversal line. And then as it's moved higher and higher, it's forming this cup with handle formation. Now, let's go to the O'Neill checklist. This happens to be a live checklist on, uh, this, on, on, on this software. The rating, the, the EPS rating, 80%. Pass, 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 pass. All the way down it passed. So it's got a 100% checklist here. Also want to look at the industry and sector that it's in. Currently, the industry rank is a little bit low. This is the only criteria that I think is not absolutely top-notch and it's 115 out of 197 so let's take a look at this let's look at this sector to see how the stock is setting up it's in the finance credit card sector so if we look at it in terms of 
holdings, it is the number one stock in this sector, okay, if you'll notice, is PayPal. Well, I really, really like that. Now, there's some other great stocks in there, like Visa and all that, uh, and American Express, they're, they're a little bit, they're almost all very, very good. But PayPal, as you'll notice, is absolutely, in terms of the valuation, is the top stock in this area. It has the top relative, it has one of the top relative strengths. So we are buying essentially the best of the best when we're buying PayPal. That's why, that's really how you use the O'Neill checklist. And it's very, very helpful. Now, it does take time to set these up. I'm not going to say that you can react immediately on this. But that's what I do. I try to plan my trades. Currently, uh, right now, I have a trade-in on PayPal uh, that I'm looking to buy PayPal if it moves above. And I'm going go to go to the correct chart here for PayPal. I'm looking to buy PayPal if it moves um, if it moves above this um, this this buy this buy point here, and the buy point is right on the cup, and the buy point is uh, 296.01. Now, currently, this currently it's selling for 294.96. Now, what am I going to do? Well, as as the stock moves above this buy point, I will buy at 10 cents above that buy point. So that's what I use. That's how I use the buy stop limit order. But this is a great, great question on the O'Neill buy uh, on the O'Neill checklist, and it's right here. Remember, EPS rating above 80%, uh, relative strength above 80%, accumulation uh, A, B, or C. This is C in this case. Earnings per share going up at, um, over last quarter, up for 20%. Uh, we're also seeing um, sales up, uh, current price as well. So let's, for the last thing, let's take a look at the criteria just to kind of take a look to see. As you can see, on the last quarter, our sales for PayPal, and this is incredible, were up 31%. We also, also the profit was up an, a whopping 80, 65%. So not only is this thing, not only is <coughs> PayPal growing in sales, but it's also growing in profits and it's moving much faster than than 20 percent so this is a stock that we want want to take a look at so that in a nutshell is uh basically the um uh basically uh how to use the o'neill checklist so let's uh, go take a look at the at the next um you know at uh, just the kind of the normal rundown today Basically, what's happening in the stock market currently is that we had a sell-off in the morning. Uh, we're down a little bit on the NASDAQ, but we're still above that very key 14,000 level. We're at 14,553 when the slide was taken. So that is good, but as you can see, we pulled back. So hopefully we're going to get some support. Hopefully we will not fall all the way down to the um, to, to the, uh, the 50-day the, the line. I hope that won't happen. But it definitely took a hit today. There was a lot of selling going on. Uh, I was I I was uh, sold out of several of my positions, including uh, Nvidia. But I did have another position in Nvidia that was not that that was not sold out. But I did I did get stopped out of Nvidia. Uh, my stop was at um, uh, seven um, seven seventy uh, seven seventy eight. I was stopped out there, uh, and and then it did move back up. But here's here's currently what I'm holding. 
Uh, Apple, uh, basically, I'm down a little bit on that. It's at 143. This is acting very nice. There's an opportunity to get into Apple up to about 147. And that would be, over that, it would be a little bit extended. CrowdStrike, I'm down a little bit on that today as well, down about $4 or a little bit, about 1.6%. It was up yesterday, but it's kind of, it's down today. DocuSign is continuing to move up. This has been a very good stock for me, and I probably will be adding more. Uh, L Brands, down a little bit. Uh, Marvell Technology, down a little bit. Uh, Microsoft, down. Uh, NVIDIA, of course, down. It's at 1792.57 right now. And interestingly enough, Nike was up. So here's my allocation and kind of how it stands from where I bought things. For DocuSign, I'm up 24% uh, for 35 days. Microsoft, I'm up 5% 17 days. Nike, I'm up 4% 14 days. CrowdStrike, 3% 17 days. Apple, 3% 7 days. And Santana Commercial, I'm even. Now, I was, I was, um, this does not show, uh, this does not show uh, NVIDIA because it's held in a different account. So that's kind of the long and the short of it. So thank you for, for bearing with me and all my technical problems. You know, let's get into some of the, some of the questions now. Uh, and again, if you're looking on TikTok right now, super easy. All you have to do to see what's going on is go to my uh, profile, hit the link, and then scroll down and you'll see the live feed for, um, for the show today on YouTube. So thank you for waiting. And I apologize for the technical difficulty. Thanks, Nathan. Um, okay, I did. Uh, thank you very much. And uh, you know, uh, e email me. Uh, I mean, uh, give me a note in the in the uh, Discord room, and I'll send you some of those slides for this, so you can kind of take a look. Thanks for thanks for that. Uh, I did uh, I do appreciate uh, very much you reminding me there for that. All right. Uh, did Nvidia break below its price channel? That's a very good question. Let's take a look at NVIDIA, because uh, it did, it had a big sell-off today. I was stopped out um, uh, as well. Um, you know, I was stopped out right at about 5%. So I want to kind of go to the daily chart and kind of take a look at that and see how that is trending. So let's go back over to the daily chart. There we go. All right. So here's, here's kind of what happened. We pulled down to this, this, um, we, we pulled down to the 10-day line and we bounced. So that is, you know, looking as if, you know, the channel, I don't think the channel line has necessarily been broken because, but I do think that it's trading on that 10-day line. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to draw a trend line. And this is the trend line it had been following. And then it came down to this, to this line. So, you know, this is sort of the trend line. This is still the trend line for NVIDIA. And I do believe that, you know, this is going to be the 19th here. So I do think that we could be as high as, as this number, as hard as, as hard as this is to believe. We could be, <laughs> by, by, the, by the 19th, we could be all the way up here at about 890, 893. We could be that high. I'm not sure that's going to happen. It depends. But what happened today, let's see if I can, let's see if I can move this box here a little bit. Yeah, let's kind of move it over here. Yeah, there we go. I'm just going to kind of move the box out of the way so we can see kind of what's going on. We pulled back to the 10-day line. As you can see, it's tested there, and it looks like it's tested again. So I do expect that we will get a bounce off the 10-day line. Now, the question is, will we come back 
to where we are. Well, the trend I, still hasn't broken trend if we can hold above about uh, 780 today. If we can hold above that, we still haven't broken trend. It looks like we may have bounced off of the 10-day uh, line. So that's kind of what I'm expecting. I did. I was stopped out, but I did. But I am looking at to come back in, possibly. Uh, you know, either possibly. But we did have a test of the 10-day line again. So it's it's not the most fun thing, but uh, there's going to be some shakeouts. And I think as we get closer to the uh, you know, as, as we get closer to um, the um, split date, which is July 19th, I think, you know, we're going to get more severe because a lot of the big boys want to, to, uh, to, to spook the smaller investors out of this issue. So that's kind of what I think is going on. Uh, let's take a look at Micron Technologies, MU. Uh, and of course, this is a great, this is also a great company. I do think, though, it is dis misclassified. Uh, right now, right now in with MU, and I'm going to go to the weekly chart because that's kind of really how you should start looking at it. We are in a bit of a downtrend on MU, so right now it's not a good entry point for MU, as you can see. We um, what I've done here is I've sort of drawn this reversal line. I'm going to set an alert on that line, and basically what I basically what this line is saying is that I'm only interested in possibly looking at it if it moves above this line. Currently, it looks like it's moved back down to the 200-day moving average, and that is, you know, hopefully we'll find some support there and bounce off of that. But right now, it's not a buy. There's been a lot of selling, uh, as you can see by this volume. There's there's a, there's a, a volume spike to this downside here. The relative strength is low. Now, I want to compare this to the PayPal. We were looking at the PayPal checklist. I want to look at the MU checklist. This is the checklist for. Micron technologies, you can see it's not nearly as good. It's only a 66 checklist. Why? Well, the earnings per share is good, but if you'll notice, the relative strength is less than 80, so that's not a good thing. Also, the accumulate uh, rating is down. This is a D, so so the funds are selling this issue right now. Also, uh, you'll notice it's off of its it's off of its all-time high, over 15%. So, basically, just based on those criteria. We probably can't buy we can't buy um, Micron right now. It just isn't set up right, and it doesn't have it doesn't have the right checklist. I mean that's just the, that's just the long and the short of it, unfortunately, um, for right now. All right, space. How high can it go tomorrow? Well, um, Virgin Galactic is a little bit different stock. It's not really it's not really an investment grade stock. It's it's sort of I've and I've made money on it, but it is essentially a very highly speculative stock. Uh, it looks like it's moving up in the after hours, though. And let's take a look at kind of what it's doing. I'm going to go here to the daily chart, sort of to take a look at it, see how it's done. What happened here is that it went down, basically almost touched the 21-day line, and then it bounced right up. And, of course, where I'm interested in entering it is if it can move above about 55. If it can move above about 55, I think, then we've continued the, the trend upward. But but hooray for the people that got in today. I think you, I think you did really, really great. There was an awful lot of buying here, and the relative strength is up. So we may see this thing move uh, even higher tomorrow, based on based on this based on this chart. Um, but here's how I would here's how here's how I would look to do it. It's pulled back a little bit since um, since um, well, the the since since the the close today. Uh, it does look like though it has moved up. 
uh, and but it, it, it is starting to settle. So if you're going to get in this one, you want to buy it on the uptick, and I would think that about 55 would be sort of where I'd want to get in with a buy stop limit order. Uh, anything below that, you're risking it, 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 it going it going down more. But if you're in it currently, uh, you know, start pushing that stop loss up. I, I would set my stop loss right now at 50 if I was able to get in uh, today in the 40s somewhere. I would be I would be at 50. Protect your profit here because uh, it, it it's very very volatile and it easily easily can pull back once again. So let's take a look at thank you for this dvn dvn let's look at that and take a look at dvn devon energy um you know it's funny the oil was up today but it some of the stocks have been off uh it looks like it's you know it's sort of this cup with sort of handle action here it seems to be you know pulling right back down into the buy zone let me let me just take a look at this group this is the number one group by the way once again, it's been the, this has been the number one group for at least four months, and it's something that really is very interesting. Let's look at the top stocks. Of course, Denbury is the number one, Bonanza Creek, uh, Matador, Climax. So let's see. I just want to take a look to see kind of how Matador, if it's set up. I don't think it is. If we could possibly re-enter Matador here, <coughs> it's not really. We can't really enter it unfortunately I've I was shaken out of Matador for a nice profit but I have not been back in uh, Matador um, I do think that we're likely to see a bounce possibly at the 50-day line but here's the problem with with uh, resource-based stocks like the oils they tend not they tend to be uh, you know they tend to basically move on the price of, of oil itself the underlying commodity and not on the on, not on the index lines as much as some of the other stocks so um, you know if you're down more than seven percent I would sell it wait for a better uh, better entry uh, on that that's sort of what I would do I would probably do that all right work workhorse oh, everybody loves workhorse I, I think you know the the autos right now uh, and we're gonna take a look at um, the Tesla uh, but I think that um, WKHS, uh, let's take a look at Workhorse. Um, I, I don't think this is a breakout, Andreas. I'm sorry to, I'm sorry to tell you this, but this is not a breakout. Um, Workhorse is trading below the, um, uh, Workhorse is trading below the, the uh, 200 day line. So it's not a buy at this point. You never want to buy something below this this 200-day line it just isn't a good practice that means that money is flowing out of this issue on a long-term basis so I don't think you want to do that uh, it was a little bit of an uptick in terms of the relative strength but you know right now workhorse I just I just don't I just don't see it the chart isn't there for it unfortunately now a chart that that uh, is working right now is uh, is Apple and I did I, I did I have been I have been um, I have been building a position in Apple. Uh, right now, Apple is working. It, for so long, it was it was it was not, and now it seems to be working once again. So, if, if we're looking for a place to kind of park some money, uh, currently today, Apple is up 2.3 percent. It's still in the buy zone. So you could still buy it here at this level. Uh, you could still buy Apple. Um, uh, it's just, but it's just barely in the buy zone. If it moves above about 146.50, then it's going to be out of the buy zone. So 
technically you could buy it here. There is still an opportunity in in um, in Apple as we speak. And again, I've been trying to build a position in Apple because I do think that based on this um, action, it probably is going to go higher. So you know, many of the automobile stocks that were doing well last year just aren't doing that well this year. Um, let's take a look at Tesla. Tesla had a real fall today once again, and I, and I want to show this to you because this is key. I know that it's very tempting to go and buy it saying, wow, it's, you know, it's 650, but I just think that it just, it needs to turn the corner. Uh, it did break out above the reversal line, but again, it's right back down to the 200-day moving average, it, right down, at, at, sorry, at the 21-day moving average. So I just think you have to be extremely careful with the autos right now. They just don't seem to be getting traction. Um, you know, maybe they will by the end of the summer, but right now I think you just kind of be careful. So Workhorse, Neo, uh, Tesla, Ford, you got to be careful in these ones. Uh, they just aren't getting the power right now. So uh, that's that's just kind of the way it is. Um, SQBG. Let's look at SQBG. SQBG. Sequential brands, interesting. Owns a portfolio of consumer brands in the fashion area. Huh, I don't know this at all. Uh, it's a little bit cheap stock, $12. I, I'm pretty careful about it. And it's been in decline. Um, yeah, this just doesn't look doesn't look good. Yeah, boy, I'm sorry to tell you this. Yeah, I think you got to be careful with this. This is pulled way, way back. It seems like this one may be shorted. I'm not sure kind of what's going on here. Let's see if this is a short squeeze. What I'm going to do is I'm going to pull up, um, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to try to pull up the, uh, let's see if I can get it up here. The, um, let's see if I can, see if I can get, I can, I can get that up here on the, the calculator up. All right. Let's see if I can do it. Uh, <laughs> There we go. Okay, so so no, that's the App Store. I don't want that. Okay, sorry. Um, there we go. There's there's the calculator. All right. I knew I I knew I had it up, but I wasn't sure. So we're gonna look to see if this is a short squeeze. And the way you do that uh, depends on the kind of charts that you have, of course. But on my chart, the short interest is 0.1 days times the times the average daily volume, which in this case for this is 17, 1,700,000 uh, per day. So basically we're seeing about, uh, so we really don't have a short interest problem. Looks like we're, we're down. So it does look like, and there's not a very many shares in the float. There's only 1.2 million. Wow, this is not a lot at all. Uh, so, well, actually there is short interest problem here. It's 14%. Anything above about 10% or so, and a stock is getting potentially is potentially uh, is potential for a short, but I would just stay out of this one, Addy. I just think it, you know there might be a better place for you to be in the market. I just it doesn't look good. The chart doesn't look good, and it does look like there are people that are um, unfortunately being um, you know are being are being knocked out here. So I think everybody really careful uh, on this one right now. Um, oh boy, here's somebody that bought on the dip. Um, yeah, it's probably not a good idea to buy on the dip, even though it is NVIDIA. I think you probably will be fine with with buying on the dip here. Normally, it is not a good practice to buy on the dip. It just isn't, because unfortunately, 
if it's not a super strong stock now 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 uh nvidia is a super strong stock now you might be able, this might be a, this might be a, a good this might have been a good move because it probably is going to bounce off this 10-day line uh that's probably what's going to happen it's 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 higher than where it did pull back to initially it's a little bit lower than it where it closed but you know this might be this might work i do think where it's going to go you know my gut feeling is that it's going to move up into an over 8:30 by the 19th and the reason i do is because of the trend line um so you might you might be fine on this normally though it is not a good it's not a, it's not a good thing to buy on the dip now i broke the rule today too so we you have good company i did buy i was stopped out and then and then as it started moving up i bought some more so you probably are going to be okay on this um i i have a feeling you're going to be an okay on this but normally normally you don't want to buy in the dip it just doesn't work usually very well but in case of novidia because i do think this is going to pull back and it's about to shake out i think we ought to be fine and uh you know because it is before the split now if it wasn't if there wasn't a big event like the split i probably wouldn't do it um but i don't think you're going to be i don't think you're going to be in trouble here because i do think it's going to move up so you might have not, you might have made a very very good move let's look at ttd now i was shaking out of ttd myself um basically of course this is the trade desk and it's a tremendous stock let's see if i can they control a lot of the digital advertising um it's kind of been erratic though since the, since the 10 for 1 split the 10 for 1 split basically was um you know was was basically back uh in in uh in june and uh but it has been moving up ever since uh today it's it's cleared a nice little hurdle at about this 8050 level it's back down below there though 7060 so would i buy it at this level well let's do let's let's take a look to kind of see what the trend is I'm drawing a trend line on it right now. And so I do think that, you know, it has it has pulled above this trend line. I kind of want to take a look to see kind of what the checklist is looking like with for the trade desk right now. I'm going to go to the checklist. Yeah, it's not a great checklist, it's a 66 uh, checklist, which is okay, but there are better ones out there. So, um, you know, I think that you're probably better off with certain 100% checklist stocks like 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 PayPal. PayPal's been a place in in Apple. I am trying to uh to accumulate positions in both of those. Let's look at AMD. AMD to see. Okay, AMD kind of pulled back hard today. Kind of the same kind of the same story. Uh it's still below this buy point this 89 buy point and I think eventually it's going to get there but right now um right now um AMD is in a, what they call a basing uh move and uh I think that it's it just got to give it more time. I do think it probably will bounce off the 10 day line though. Uh and it is up in after hours <coughs> which is not surprising. Um it's a great stock but tough to trade. We still don't have enough relative strength on it though. It's the relative strength line is pointed down. Uh but it does have an 88 checklist. The only thing it really lacks, the only thing that uh AMD really lacks is um is that relative strength. It's only 62 and we want to see 80 there. But it's it's not bad, but I wouldn't buy it at this point. I'd wait for it to reverse higher and probably above about 95 is where I I'd, I'd, I'd probably be looking to do looking to do that. 
Um, how do you find a stock that will fit your criteria? Good question. Um, basically, um, you know, what I do is I look through the top stocks in the top sectors. Um, and it's not easy necessarily to find something that you know potentially is going to have a get, get, potentially going to have a breakout like that. So there are a number of tricks that I use, and one of them is uh, I have software that sc I scan stocks that are near a pivot. Uh, that typically can be a very good very good uh, thing to look at. Right now, and I want to show you the stock that I'm looking at right now. It's called Viva Systems, and this 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 stock potentially meets the criteria and I and I have I it is right below the buy point the buy point being 32654 uh on a consolidation so the question is does this meet the criteria well this is very close the only thing that this fails on is the relative strength 69 currently this group has been improving but it has not been outperforming in the last uh, four to five months. Currently, this group is, this is one of the reasons this computer software medical group is 136 out of 197, which is not uh, necessarily the best, um, the, the best strength. But what I do is I look to see which groups are improving, and that's kind of how I do it. And it takes a while. I do a lot of screens over the weekend to find out which, which stocks that I might be, uh, that, that might be moving and moving better. So you might want to put this one on your list, V-E-E-V, -E -E it's called Viva Systems. It is in the software area, but it's in the medical part of that, which I think is potentially a very good area. Uh, so that's kind of something that I am definitely looking, looking at. Okay, we have a question from, um, we have a question from, um, um, uh, we, we, we have a question from TikTok, and that's regarding um, that's regarding Bitcoin. So let's take a look at Bitcoin price. And all I'm doing is I'm just going out on the web here and taking a look at you know what Coinbase is saying for the Bitcoin price right now. And of course, Coinbase is also an IPO. Which uh, is is uh, you know you know is also is also an IPO. So I'm going to go over here to the prices. Let's see. Let's take a look here. Kind of see what's happening um, with Bitcoin. Yeah, and Bitcoin is continuing to move downward. Excuse me. Bitcoin is continuing to move downward. It's at the bottom of its channel in about 32. I do think that if it falls below 32, then it may move lower. But right now it's in a channel from about 32 to 36. Um, what I also do with Bitcoin is just kind of see how it's trading. Is I use a proxy for it, and that is the GBTC, the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust. GBTC is a symbol. And right now, we have seen a little bit of upward motion today, I think, on Bitcoin. Uh, no, I'm sorry. No, we did not. We, so we have a red bar. So, yeah, uh, Bitcoin is continuing to be we continuing to weaken. So I don't think this is a really good, necessarily a very good time to get into uh, Bitcoin right now. My indicators say that it's probably going, if it falls below 32,000, unfortunately, it's probably going to go lower. So... Not uh, not the greatest news uh, for Bitcoin, at least for right now. I'm not that bullish, at least not in the ultra short term. 
the ultra short term. All right, let's look at Coupa Software. This is, uh, you know, the software space is a, is a is a really big space, and um, there there are many many different areas, uh, but Coupa Software seems to be getting some strength, Jeff, and that's a really good thing. But it's still very very weak, and I wouldn't buy it here because this is one of the main things that I look at for technicals. One of the things I'm always looking at is to seeing how it's trading versus the 200-day line. Currently, it's under the 200-day line, so I want to see it have more strength. Also, we have a relative strength of 16, which is quite weak. Uh, now, it's true that the enterprise software area has been one of the underperforming areas. It is improving, but I think you want to go with less volatile stock on this. My guess, you know, and my bet on the, in this enterprise area, and I know this is kind of boring, a, a boring um, suggestion here would be to go with the leader, and that would be Microsoft. I I have a position in Microsoft. Currently, the um, the checklist on this is only 55, so not really very strong. So I want to compare this to Microsoft, which is in the same sector, by the way, and show you why this might be at least it's a it's a boring stock, but it might be a better bet. And as you can see, this this shows you where I purchased. I purchased right at the buy point at uh, 238. Um, I probably should have bought a bigger position because it's done very well. As you can see, it's moved right up, right up uh, here. Currently, it's a 77 checklist, which is not the best. I'd like to see it better than that, but it's still pretty good. The relative strength being lagging, and the sales uh, increases have been lagging. But remember, this is a massive company a $2 trillion company. So instead of buying Coupa software right at this point, I think you're probably better off. We're right at the top of the pivot. I mean, we're right at the top of the buy zone for Microsoft. So this would probably be your last chance to get in before you have to kind of, you can't really get in anymore. But if you want to be in the enterprise software space, which has traditionally been a great area, you know, I think that, you know, we're right pretty much at the limit. The top of the buy zone is seven is uh, two seventy six forty we're at two seventy seven sixty so basically we're splitting hairs here but we probably could make a buy we could we probably could make a buy on Microsoft but we probably couldn't make um we, we probably couldn't um buy any more than that I mean this is going to be probably your last chance to get a half position at least for a while so um, in terms of Coupa software, I think you ought to look at Microsoft. It's a stronger stock. It's probably going to do better than Coupa, at least for right now, just to basically on what I'm seeing. Coupa is trading below the 200-day line. Microsoft, on the other hand, is in a buy zone. So what, we're what, what I'm trying to do here is buy the strongest stocks that I possibly can in the best sectors. And right now, Microsoft is the leader in the uh, the the, the uh, uh, computer software the inter the desktop enterprise sector. So so there you go. Um, all right. Question on it, hello. Is it still a good time for Amazon? Good question. I did do by the way for everybody out there. Um, I put out an Amazon spread, and I, I want to take a look kind of at that. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up that slide deck here in just a second. But let's look at Amazon and see. And let's kind of see kind of how it's doing. Yeah, yeah, it's again, it's doing great. <laughs> no surprise here. I mean, it's 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 tragic because this thing is such an expensive stock. I wish everyone could afford it. That's one of the reasons I put out the uh, the spread trade on it. But yes, it is looking good. It's right off. It's right above the buy zone right now. 
Uh, unfortunately, these shares are so dang, dang expensive. Um, you know, basically, uh, this one, 3726 uh, very expensive, but it's looking very, very good. Now, let's kind of check in on the, the spread trade that uh, that I had there. So let me see if I can... Let's let's see if I can pull that up, uh, and I can pull I can pull that up on some of the ones that we had. So let's do that. Um, and currently it's 37.31. Okay. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to show you the 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 spread trade that I put out yesterday. Uh, this is the this is the bull call spread on Amazon. Let's see if I can get this back in here. Hopefully we can get this this camera back okay come on there, oh, there we go we got the camera back so what I'm going to do here is I'm going to show you sort of you know where we where we are with the with the trade that we did yesterday on Amazon I'm going to pull that up I'm going to pull up the profit chart on that yeah there we go okay so uh, so basically this was a this was a um, this 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 was a um, uh, a trade that we made yesterday. Uh, I mean, this is this is a, this is a um, this is a spread that I put out there on a, on a slide deck yesterday, and I kind of want to see how it's doing because Amazon has been doing very very well. So currently, it closed. Amazon closed at thirty one seventy one. So let's take a look. Uh, let's see, thirty seven, thirty seven. 70 okay so currently uh this spread uh, i guess this is july july the 8th yeah okay based on based on the the trade that we made we are currently this is currently up 432 dollars if you decided to make this trade yesterday uh you should be up about 432 dollars on this trade based on yesterday so amazon is doing quite quite well this was the trade here this is sort of how it how it uh, lined up. It basically the entry cost on it was three thousand uh, dollars, and uh, it did it, it does have a maximum return of of a thousand nine hundred and thirty dollars, uh, and the break even thirty five uh, th uh, thirty five eighty. But of course today we're at um, you know we're at thirty seven um, thirty seven uh, let's see thirty seven thirty one. So let's go thirty seven thirty one. So we're right here. Okay. So we're right about we're 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 right about here. We're about three hundred and three hundred and thirty dollars. We're right about there in terms of in terms of the expected return on this. When I when when um, when we went into the trade, we went in the trade right here, basically at the break even, and then it's been moving up ever since. So uh, the Amazon trade's looking pretty good right now, uh, and uh, you know that is available to people. You know, if they're interested in that, and let me see if I can, I can put that uh, information out there as well. Let me just get the, let me get, uh, see if I can, see if I can get the, uh, um, the, uh, uh, the, the. Um, okay, so yeah, there it is. Uh, okay. So if you if you're interested in this in this trade on Amazon that I put out there, uh, you can go. You, you, I think you still could enter it at this point. What I'm going to do is I'm going to put uh, uh, you know I'm going to put the um, the URL out there for everybody. 
and uh, so this is the URL for the um, let's see if I can show that yeah there we go okay so, oop, there we go so this is the, the <laughs> nope this is, this is I'm giving you the I'm giving you the wrong I'm giving you the wrong information so let's see if I can get this uh, uh, let's let's see if let's see if I can get the right spread the spread the, the right trade out there so let me go ahead and copy that and give you that uh, right now as we speak so I didn't get that out there right so let's do that and there we go okay so basically if you want to see that spread that I was just showing you and it's up about three hundred dollars uh, today, so we've had about a 10% gain basically in the last day or so. Um, it's uh, ba basically bitly.com slash Amazon AMZN underscore bull underscore call underscore two. So that's that's how you, if uh, if you do log on with that, you will be able to see that slide deck and that give you an idea on that particular trade. But thank you very much for for uh, for bringing that up. I think I think that trade's going to work quite well. Uh, it seems like it's you know it's it seems like it's moving uh, very very well right now. So uh, we'll see if it we'll see if it continues on on there. But that's that's also you know we do put these out by the way for the people that are on the Discord room. They usually get the uh, look at this first and then everybody else. Okay, great. Um, uh, Carl Cross, can you show us how to buy and sell? The calls for Amazon. I've never okay. Um, I can do that. Probably um, what I'm going to have to do, Carlos, is uh, I'm probably going to have to do a video on this to show you. But basically, what we're doing here is it's called a bull call spread, and you simultaneously buy uh, the uh, the <clears throat> you simultaneously buy the upper call and you sell the lower call. So what I'll do is I'll try to put that together uh, on you know how to do a spread. Um, uh, tomorrow uh, on my show. I'll probably I'll probably try to do that on my show tomorrow. How you basically get into that Amazon spread because it's going to be a good one, uh, definitely. All right, uh, let's take a look at ARK now. Basically, ARK. This is of course Kathy Woods's fund. Uh, this is primarily uh, stocks like um, Tesla and. Uh, um, um, uh, what's the other one? Uh, I can't remember them all, but but this is very heavily, uh, very heavily weighted to Tesla. So as you can see, it's sort of trading very similar to Tesla. Right now, I just don't think it's doing as well. I mean, if you've been in this a long time, you're going to do well. But I think that you got to be a little bit uh, cautious on this right now. Um, you know, it just has not been performing as Tesla has been moving lower it's been moving lower. this is part of the reason i typically like to just to have the single stock and i try to look for the best one in that particular area and but arc is primarily um is 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 primarily tesla so uh how much buying power do we need can be done um i uh, uh if you could um carlos maybe if you could send me uh your um if you could send, if you could send your your email address to jk uh, to uh, dallastradingfloor.com um, at gmail, I can I can probably get with you on offline on that. So yeah, it's difficult. You can do it on Robinhood. It's much more difficult. I typically use uh, TD Ameritrade, uh, Fidelity, and um, uh, and Charles Schwab to do this. Uh, Apple. Let's look at Apple. 
Um, Apple has uh, continued to do well. It's in a buy zone right now. Uh, NVIDIA, um, it definitely pulled back today. Hopefully it's going get to some, get some strength. I want to take a look at how it closed uh, today. But uh, right now, uh, Apple is moving. It, it pulled back a little bit um, uh, at the close, but it, it's right in the buy zone. Apple is viable right now, and I do think it's probably going to go higher. So uh, Apple is looking very, very good, uh, and uh, I do think that it's likely to go. It's it's likely to go higher. You can buy it at this level. Now, here's the thing: if you do decide to buy Apple, you need to buy it quickly because it will soon be out of the buy zone, and it, it, what, buying a stock extended can be very, very problematic. So, uh, you know, we have a window of opportunity to buy Apple right now, um, but uh, it it's kind of fleeting. So, be careful on that. With NVIDIA, it looks as if, uh, you know, we haven't really, you know, it hasn't really changed all that much since the close. I do believe that we have tested the, um, the uh, uh, I do believe that we've tested the 10-day line. I do expect it to trade up tomorrow uh, based on what I'm seeing here. I do expect, it, I do expect uh, NVIDIA to trade up tomorrow. So hopefully that is the case. Uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully that's the case. Remember, it's not how stock opens, it's how it closes that really counts. All right, let's see if I can get another question. Um, all right, what about BABA? Okay, yeah, I don't think it's the time to get into BABA. Um, you know, many of the Chinese stocks are struggling right now. They were sort of last year's stocks. Um, you know, stocks are very, very, very trendy. Uh, it just is not a good. It's not a good chart. I want to show you the chart. It's a downward trending chart. You just don't want to be in it. It's below the 200-day line. I just think you got to be. I think you just got to skip uh, Bob off right now. I just don't think it's the place to be. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, nice. Okay. Uh, I think this is Nice Systems. It's an Israeli company. Let's take a look at Nice. N I C E, and see. Um, yeah, I mean, it, maybe it did jump a little bit, but it, it does appear that it has broken the trend. Let me draw the trend line on here, but I don't still, I still don't think it's a buy. Let me just take a look on this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Okay. So it's, so it has broken the trend line. Okay. So that's good. Um, that's def that's definitely good. Let's kind of take a look. It still has a very weak relative strength, 50. Like to see much higher than that. 80 is where I want where I want to see it. Um, it has a 55 checklist. It, this is okay. <coughs> I would not be a buyer of Nice right now. Just wouldn't be. <coughs> Let's look at Boeing. You know, Boeing is another one that I probably would not want to be in right now. Um, yeah, it just it, it bounced a little bit, but uh, you know, Boeing has been very very weak. Uh, again. You know, Boeing really is probably not a buy until it gets above about uh, uh, 287. So I don't think we could be in um, Boeing either, unfortunately, right now. It just does not look good for Boeing. Uh, Baba is our zone. Yeah, I think so, too. <coughs> Palantir. How low can it go? Well, it could go very low. Um, you know, Palantir has been... Um, Apparently they've they've been investing in companies startup companies that have been buying their service and there's all kind of shenanigans going there so their sales aren't necessarily really their sales 
I think this one could, could go significantly lower, unfortunately. I was in this one initially uh, as it was an IPO um, up to, you know, about uh, 45. But then once once it started falling, I was out because of my stop losses. It's, 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 uh, it's going down. Not a good entry time. Not a good entry for Palantir right now. Just does not make sense at the moment, unfortunately. All right. Let's look at HEPA. H-E-P-A. Uh, H-E-P-A. And Hyperion Pharmaceuticals. Another area that is particularly difficult to trade are the pharma areas. Again, this is a penny stock. Uh, penny stock pharmas, there's more pharma company, there's more pharmaceutical and biotech companies than just about anything else that has stock. Uh, this one's trading below the 200-day line. I just think you got to avoid it. I really do. I mean, I've heard of this one, um, but, you know, again, it's, you know, it, they do have a treatment for shingles. I'm sure that it's great, but, boy, this just is not, I, this, I'm not liking this action at all. It's got a 44 checklist. I, I would avoid this. I would really avoid this one. Uh, I just think this could end in tears. It's just, it, I mean, you might be able to make a pop on it, but uh, I just, I don't know. You have to be careful with that. I, I would not be a buyer of that. Not be a buyer of that at all. Um, all right, let's see. NVIDIA. I do think that NVIDIA is likely to trade up tomorrow only because it looks as if it has tested the... Um, the 10-day line. And we are, of course, coming into when it's going to split 4 for 1 on July 19th. So um, I do think there's a very high likelihood that it will trade up tomorrow. There was a, This was a shakeout, I believe. It wasn't, it wasn't a retreat. So we will see how, it, how it's going. Remember, just a few weeks ago, it was, in, it was, it was you know, $650, So it's up about $150 from where we started buying it. So uh, not bad for a few weeks. Um, not bad for a few weeks. All right, let's look at uh, Baidu and JD. Okay, so these are probably sells, but let's just take a look at the uh, charts. Let's, you know, JD.com, uh, you know, DD is having issues as well. Some of the big cap techs that are in China have not been doing this very well. So I don't like this chart at all. Uh, it's below the it's below the 200-day line. I would sell this if I was below if if I had lost more than seven percent on this one, I would definitely sell this one. I would definitely sell this because this is trending downward, unfortunately. Let's look at Baidu uh, as well. This, of course, I guess is like Amazon. Uh, B I D U. Really, the one you want isn't Baidu. The one you want is Amazon. Yeah, same same chart, same problem. So these are both bad, unfortunately, Jeff. I I just I if I was down more than seven percent on these. I would be considering uh, lightening up. Okay, last question. Um, thank you very, very much, Jim. Thank you very, very much. Um, well, uh, you know, hopefully everybody, um, you know, I'm trying my very best to put out the information that will make everybody money because I'm, I'm different than a lot of people. I actually trade my suggestions. I don't just say, hey, it's out there and you know, you're on your own, buddy. I don't do that. I actually trade, I actually trade everything. So... Um, you know, I have a vested interest in trying to provide you the best information that I can. Uh, today was a little bit of a shocker. Not a shocker, but I was pulled out of uh, NVIDIA, my, one of my favorite stocks. But I've made a lot of money in it, so I can't get too, I can't get too excited. Right now, uh, I'm looking, you know, kind of at the old standbys. I, you know, PayPal is looking very, very good for me right now. That's the one that, that, at least for today, is looking the best. I'm trying to build my position in PayPal. I do have a... 
I do have a spread at it, but I don't I don't actually have the shares. I'm trying to buy the shares right now as it moves above the buy point. So that's kind of where I'm at. If you want to get on the action trade alerts so that we can send you out some of these trades, um, uh, I'm going to try to, uh, I'm not think I'm going to have anything out coming out tonight, but I'm probably going to have some stuff out tomorrow. If you want to do that, it's very easy to do. Just, just go to, um, if you're, if you're on, uh, if, if you're looking on uh, YouTube, it's uh, www.sendfox.com slash floor. And if you're looking on TikTok, super easy. Just go to my profile, click the link, and first and last name, and uh, your email address, and we'll get it out to you. We probably don't have anything tonight, but tomorrow we're probably going to come out with... Uh, with some special goodies for everybody that's on the action trailers. Thank you so very much for taking a look and uh, taking time out of your schedule. Um, I will be back at 2.30 tomorrow for a wrap-up for the week. This is a short week. It's been kind of a tough week. Um, I think we're. I think the market is getting a little bit weaker, so we have to be a little bit more defensive than we've been in the last few weeks. Um, I mean, that's kind of what I'm seeing. We're still in the confirmed uptrend, so we still want to, you know, we still don't, you know, we still want to be coming out of cash if we can. But uh, the uptrend seems to be a little bit weaker. So be careful out there and size your positions properly. And uh, until, um, until tomorrow at 2.30, thanks for bearing with my technical difficulties. See you tomorrow at 2.30. Happy trading. <laughs>